0: Hi and welcome to the very first ever Love Sober podcast. I'm really excited, I'm Kate. I'm Mandy. Hi. Hello. And um, so we're really happy that you've tuned in to the podcast today and what we're going to do in this first one is just talk a little bit about ourselves and why we decided to set up a podcast, uh, what it's about and what you can expect to be hearing over the next few weeks. So um, without further ado, I'll get on. So I'm Kate and I'm a mum of two. I live in the south of England. I'm a writer, blogger and a coach and I like to refer to myself sometimes as a kind of sober self-care evangelist with the training wheels very much still on um (laughs) and that's sort of my my raison d'etre at the moment I suppose in so sober living is is the really positive experience of sober life and and self-care and really looking after myself so I feel really good basically so it's a really positive thing and so Mandy what yeah perhaps you can tell us why Why did you want
1: to set up? Because this was your idea actually to do the podcast. So maybe you could talk about that. Sure. Well, I'll just introduce myself too. So I'm Andy and I'm also a mum of two. My kids are 11 and nine. I had to think then. So I live in France, but I'm originally from England, from the southwest. um, But I've lived a bit all over. Uh, the UK and France so yeah I have had the idea to do a podcast for about a year now I started listening to podcasts um, a time where I wasn't really sure where I was going in my life I was a bit kind of lost and not very happy particularly and so I aptly started listening to um, Gretchen Rubin's Happier podcast which I love and um, just I really like the content and the the style of podcasting, the fact that you're kind of listening into a conversation, it's quite intimate, but also at the same time, you're gaining information. So in terms of doing a sober podcast, I returned to sobriety last year in August. Um, We'll talk a lot more about our journeys about drinking um, in the next few episodes. And, um, And I was looking for a sort of a podcast and I like a lot of them, um, but nothing really felt like me. And, um, and I wanted to have that kind of conversation, but also that mum conversation, that work-life balance conversation, um, that sort of mental health conversation, um, and also that conversation about drinking and, and, and my journey and, and learning from other people. Um, and so, I was kind of looking for a partner in crime and um, I don't know what we can probably (laughs) explain a little bit um, our story of how we met if you want to take it um, from there Um, but I was looking for someone and then I kind of we had this connection Uh, we've known each other for a long time but not known each other sort of at the same extent we know each other now and um, and yeah so I kind of happily found you and thought yeah this this Yay! Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah.
0: So I, I mean, we 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 met on soberistas didn't we? So yeah. which is a fantastic kind of forum, almost like Lucy Rocker, who was the founder, um explained it a bit like Facebook for for sober people to find each mm. other. So it's a you know a kind of a social network. It's a forum and it's a support group an online support group. So I was. You know, blog, blogging and writing and connecting with people on there, and so is Mandy. And uh, we sort of found each other, uh, mm. and and strangely f- realized that we would lived on the the next road to each other <laughs> for quite yeah. a while when we lived yeah. in Brighton, and uh, so that was quite funny. So we and obviously our our children are similar ages. Um, yeah, and yeah, we just sort of we just hit it off, didn't we? And mm. felt like we had a similar take on sobriety and our reasons for. Maybe becoming choosing alcohol free as the best yeah. possible decision for us, and um, yeah, so so that's it really. And I suppose I wanted to. Well, I like the idea of a podcast where it, because I do a lot of writing, and when you mentioned it to me, I am very interested in people's narratives and how that has changed the whole landscape of how we understand uh, problems with alcohol, maybe a spectrum of addiction um, mm. or dependency and 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 its potential and power of kind of exploding myths of s- exploding stereotypes and and that mm. comes from people's stories and to have be able to have that chat um and to have that conversation just sort of seems incredibly a uh, sort of a powerful kind of medium for it actually and I, like you said i like the kind of personal but well, i think you said intimate the intimacy of voices because you Pick up the inflection. You you have it has a life to it. Maybe that the written word doesn't. So that's I suppose my uh, my interest uh, in trying this. I'm very much a novice. Yeah. <laughs> we both are.
1: No one would know, tell,
0: obviously, <laughs> because we're so being so professional. But yeah. So um,
1: so do you want to um just explain your work with Love Sober because the the title of the podcast is uh, Love Sober the podcast. Uh, which is linked to your blog.
0: So mm. well, uh, yeah, why so did you
1: decide to set that up? That's so Love question. Sober,
0: I um, I think I had the idea for it about a year ago. Um, and so I bought the domain name. I had no idea what I was going to do with it, but I just thought, oh, I like that name. And I wanted to set up a blog externally to, to Soberistas. Um and and the reason why it's called love sober was was that i think the conversation has really changed actually is really changing at the moment so that people are it uh aren't so suspicious almost there aren't so many negative associations with sobriety and it's seeing it as some kind of rock bottom inevitable consequence of all the wheels falling off the wagon actually yeah. there's a there's a new there's a different story there there's there's actually i love being sober i and, you know, I, undoubtedly it was kind of difficult at the beginning to relearn these kind of behaviours and, and the con- social constructs, I suppose, around what we yeah. expect socialising to look like, or our lives, or our stress management. So I'm not saying, oh, it was easy-peasy and all, I'm like living in the land of unicorns. But um, it's just, yeah, a positive association. And I think I got yeah. that from talking to Lucy and to meeting
1: other women online, really. Um does that explain it? Yeah I mean I think that's definitely kind of our motivation for the podcast is is the fact that you know if you're sat uh, and wondering about your drinking or wondering about just having that sort of voice in your head saying I'm not sure I really enjoy this or I'm not sure this is really giving me anything positive in my life and if you have had like time when you haven't drank, perhaps you were pregnant or perhaps you did do dry January or you did do like three months and you really enjoyed it. But then the kind of social pressure of, of societal pressure of drinking was too much and you've carried on drinking, you know, mm. it's like, well, um, you've got that, that voice in your head going, well, I don't know, maybe I'd like to be sober. And it was just like mm. to have a podcast or to have um uh, a blog or to have that thing of going you know we chose not to drink and it's a positive choice yeah and yeah it's it can be challenging and you know we will talk in episodes about different situations where it can be challenging and what we Mm. did yeah, um, strategies. To, to overcome those things, yeah. to get to a point where you've got sober time behind you and then you can just go, okay, yeah, you know, I've taken that step into uh, a better version of myself. Mm. Um, so that's, yeah, that's, I guess, why we're we're here. Do you want to talk a little bit about the, the content of the show? I've mentioned what we, we'd like to do, but just to let people know... Um, yeah. So what we spoke
0: about, I mean, I think we will be touching on on the early days, won't we? Because mm. um, I think people do need quite a lot of support, and there's a lot of uh, of stuff that that is still relevant. You know, you we we talk often about having a sober toolkit, don't we, on soberistas? Yes. Yeah. And um, and really, I think that it's kind of it. F- for me was putting together a, a toolkit or a scaffold of, of being and strategies and structures just to, to live my life. So I think we'll be mm. talking very much practically about things that help stress management and then yeah. the things that are ongoing, you know, uh, that will come up at any time, maybe no matter yeah. how long you sober you have. Like I still find holidays really quite difficult. And I, I know that that's probably that I just need to go on loads more holidays <laughs> <laughs> like shh, so many holidays um but yeah. so i i find those difficult whereas you know i don't find cooking the dinner difficult anymore mm. whereas that was a trigger in the early days i, I was just yeah. having a glass of wine at five o'clock you know the witch hour yeah. or whatever so you know there will be strategies maybe um other times, you know, is where it crosses over with being a mum, I'm quite interested mm. in as well, how to survive the summer holidays, the stress that we can feel, the loss of identity maybe. So sort yeah. of the psychological um, impact, I suppose, uh, of, of, of
1: not drinking, of
0: drinking first of all, but also not drinking. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, I think that's, you know, been a huge thing that we've noticed and a huge thing that is Luckily, coming into the news and being more of a conversation now, but it's still got a long way to go, is um, early motherhood, <laughs> motherhood yes. in general. Yeah. Um, the teenage years, I haven't got there yet, but, you know, um, luckily I won't drink my way through those now. But, you know, like mm. that stress or yeah. the change in your um, your mental health, the change mm. in, in your trying to juggle it all and um, careers, you know, women and men, um, getting the balance right between life, family, mm. work, uh, themselves and how, you know, alcohol has become a, a tool, a stress reliever or a numbing, um, tool, um, and how negative that can be. Mm. Um, and how I, I mean, I didn't know anything about that, that until I stopped drinking and realized that my anxiety and my depression was like a lot better, um, So yeah, all those things I think are Mm. are relationships, relationships, friendships, friendships, relationships. First, you know, your first sober wedding, your first uh, party, what Mm. to drink, where to go, all those things. And also, um, we'd like to invite some guests on. Um, So we've got a few um, ideas in our head about people that have inspired us in terms of the sober community, but also. you know, people like us, just um, uh, sober people living their life and how they have um, navigated their journey through, um, from drinking to being alcohol free.
0: So I think as well, um, I was going to ask you, we we were going to talk a little bit about why we, um, why sober for us, weren't we? Mm. You just reminded me when you were saying about people's journeys and, you know, sort of uh, sort of normal people, I suppose, as opposed to sort of celebrity guests. Um, so uh, maybe we should talk a little bit about that. About why, you know, if we can say in a nutshell, uh, why what I chose... led you?
1: Yeah. So okay. why sober? Oh, that's a good question. Well, I'll, I'll go into it. We will we'll go into it in more detail in a in a further episode. I guess for me, I went through various journeys. From being a hedonistic teenager uh, through my 20s, very much part—we both were part of that 90s kind of uh, laddish um, music festivals, kind of post-feminist, if you could call it, um, kind of mm. reaction to drinking, which was very much like, you know, we'll drink with the with the boys and I'll have a pint and, you know, and binge drinking and. You know, that was definitely my kind of teenage years. And then, yeah, that, that loss of identity of becoming a mum, I kind of felt lost. I, the, the immense love I had for my kids, but the immense responsibility and uh, lack of maturity and, you know, kind of led me to use alcohol as a, as a tool to kind of numb all these feelings and emotions that I was having. And so I eventually kind of started having panic attacks and started feeling very um, aware that my drinking was becoming quite negative. Um, but still everywhere around me was, was, how might I say that, was um, telling me that alcohol and drinking was okay. You know, like looking at Instagram, people mm. drinking wine, mums drinking wine. Facebook. You know, on Facebook. Yeah, adverts. On- on the tv Mm. on films yeah everywhere uh, was was kind of was contradicting what my heart and my head was Mm. telling me um and so i kept on drinking to the point where i was very depressed and and i kind of in the middle of the night just after christmas i was so exhausted because i suffer from insomnia and i kind of googled like do i have a problem with alcohol and um and I found Soberistas and I started blogging and then, um, cut a long story short, I didn't drink for a year and then kind of sorted out a lot of my kind of mental health issues, my depression. So I thought, right, okay, brilliant. I live in France. I love red wine. My husband's got a wine cellar, like, you know, I'll be fine. I can have a <laughs> lots of wine every Yeah, every that old again. chestnut. Yeah. Yeah. So then I spent a couple of years kind of going in between the two, like, um, you know, yeah, I can drink, it's fine, you know, and, and definitely completely different experience to before. I wasn't drinking in a in a sad space. I was happy drinking, um, but it still would exhaust me. My sleep was still terrible, and I had a year sober to look back on and go, but that was really nice. Like, don't you remember it was so nice when you woke up on a Saturday morning and didn't have a hangover or you didn't have any guilt or you never, like, Made choices about staying at a party rather than going home, you know, and getting up with your kids in the morning. Like mm, yeah. I didn't have any of that when I stopped drinking, and so finally I just, you know, I it took time to, because it's a lifestyle choice for forever, you know, so it took time to make that choice, mm. and and also I was unsure what that would mean for my relationship, my friendships, my who I was without mm. a glass of wine in my hand. Like, I've been drinking since I was 14, not mm. every day when I was 14, but, you know, alcohol's been part of my life since then, so,
0: and what, so eventually
1: I stopped. And, and so what would you say the most positive
0: thing for you has been, Mandy, about choosing alcohol-free?
1: Being at peace uh, with myself, you know, not yeah, not beating myself up, basically. Mm.
0: Yeah. You know, feeling
1: yeah. proud of myself yeah. rather than feeling uh, constantly slightly disappointed. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I remember. Um, well, no, you just reminded me, and this that sort of resonates with me because I remember uh, another sort of really fantastic sober person I'd love to get on this show is Rebecca Weller from Sexy Sobriety. Mm. Um, it's an Australian sort of coaching program. And um, she was sort of saying one of the things that alcohol can really grind us down and down and down and down and down. And not like you don't have to be this kind of stereotyped, you know, person on a park bench with a bottle of white lightning. But so it all looks fine from the outside. And so that's where I was. It all looked okay. But my relationship with myself was, was damaged because I was constantly sort of saying, making promises to myself that I wasn't, Mm -hmm. that I didn't keep. So I won't drink on Tuesday. And then I'd buy one of those mini bottles of wine on the way home because I was a bit stressed. Mm. And then, but I better have another one, but let's not buy a whole bottle because otherwise, then I might drink the whole bottle. Um, And just, you know, that's a bit silly. Um, And then the other thing was, um, you know, and then, you know, maybe at the weekend, I won't drink, I'll only drink two glasses of wine at the weekend. So it's like constantly sort of damaging my relationship with myself. So actually, when I actually stopped I felt so so proud of mm. myself because I and also they say so your relationship with yourself goes into a like upward spiral at that point yeah. because you're you're meeting those promises you're meeting those goals you're me you're doing you're following through your being you're having an integrity say to your actions and what you want to happen and quite simply your self-esteem starts going better and you start yeah. feeling better about yourself and then that has a big knock-on effect doesn't it Huge, so yeah. um know like and I and like you say I I sort of relate to um, to what you said about you know motherhood and I'd just been drinking for a really long time and and I was part of that generation too. I also had now I look back I didn't really clock this but I had high functioning anxiety so Mm -hmm. I used that as a kind of salve and it worked for a, for a few years, you know, yeah, and then yeah. it stopped working and it made my anxiety a lot, 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 lot worse. So, you know, not again, not work, waking up and, uh, you know, wasn't that sort of this stereotype of shaky hands and a vodka in the morning. You know, that was that I think no. that's one thing we've learned from talking and being part of the sober community, seeing the spectrum. But nevertheless, it was a problem and the, pr- and the problem was solved by being sober and going alcohol free not by moderating and that is something I think we'll probably cover in great detail because yeah. this is a very big issue about you know what what how you manage it and, and obviously everyone's got to find their way but I think for both of us we have experience of of sobriety yeah. and moderating and found that sobriety was definitely you know the yeah. one now I'm um we've got about five minutes left okay. of, of this first podcast so um is there anything else that you would like to
1: say? Um, well, um, we've gone silent now. We've been talking so far. Yeah. What else do you want to say? Um, well, what I would like to say is that we'd like this to be in sort of an interactive uh, podcast. Oh, brilliant. We'd really yep. like to, to talk to you and also to have your input. So... If you have any questions or issues that you'd like us to talk about, um, obviously you can be anonymous. Um, we'll talk about that in further episodes about the Im- importance, especially in early sobriety, of of being anonymous. And, and then when you come out, as it were, as being sober and what that can do, like I had that recent um, <laughs> experience. Um, yeah, me too. And not, um, not so sleep. if...
0: <laughs> No, not yeah. quite at the same level as yours, but yeah, we'll talk about that in another one. Yeah,
1: um, so if you have anything you'd like to say, uh, then you can go to www.lovesober.com and uh, go to the contact page and you can uh, contact us there. Um, I'm on Instagram, that's my main like place where you can find me. Um, my name on Instagram is Total Tea Diaries. So it's total tea with a underscore diaries, um, and you can always contact me there. And is that uh, Kate, sorry? Is that T E A or the letter T? Total T E A, isn't it? T E A. Yeah, drink. I drink a lot of tea. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that that's my name there. You you're at Facebook, the website and Twitter.
0: Yeah. Um, so the so the Facebook. Um, you can probably the best, the easiest way is just to visit the website. But if you are an active Facebook, yeah, user, it's actually love sober living okay. On on that, that's at so, um, and it's got a picture, there's a picture with a a red and yellow, very distinctive. So if you do get lost in the whole sort of quagmire of Facebook, which I tend to do, (laughs) yeah, that's that's a way to, um, yeah, spot that one. But, yeah, the website's probably a good place to find us, isn't it, really?
1: Yeah, definitely. And and what else to say, really? No, I mean, um, we hope to give you some practical tips, as we said, Mm. um, to open this discussion, um, especially about... They talk about it uh, a lot in, um, in the Edit podcast, which is a sober podcast that I really like in the States, about um, the grey area of drinking. So, you know, you don't you can't label yourself as uh, a, a normal drinker and you can't label yourself as an alcoholic, but you kind of are in that middle place where you're questioning or you're unhappy. Uh, and that's really the conversation yeah. that we want to have. That's and, exactly... And that keeps, and as you mm. said before, you know it's like let's have the chat early, so you never have to get to that bad bad place you know um, so I think that's it for me really mm.
0: yeah, that's a really great way of summing it up, isn't it it's have the, you know for 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 years we we didn't think we could have the conversation or we didn't know where to go mm. to have that conversation yeah. you know things were secret and i I I definitely felt like that. So thankfully now we have lots of sober forums and and I'd say probably that's the heart of the podcast, isn't it? It's let's have that um, chat. Let's have a chat. Yes. And you know, we've been there. It's you yes. know, it's not about oh, we're just you know, you just be sober and you're like perfect and you've got to be really, you know, good about everything. <laughs> yeah. But it's like we know what it's like to have struggled with alcohol, being unhappy with alcohol, having it affect us. And just needed some support, really. And so I guess that's what we're trying to do here. You've been listening to Love Sober. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe and like and share to help others find us. Don't forget, if you need immediate support with alcohol, you can visit drinkaware.co.uk or talk to your GP. And we hope you have a really good week. Thanks very much for listening. We'll be back next week for more chat.